dregs of Craig's, we are happy to have you join us on our quest of bullshit. Yeah, it's a bullshit quest. Bullshit quest. 2018. I mean, this isn't like a, we gotta take a ring to the fire, or we gotta rescue the sovereign from the hands of orc More like you gotta put the world to the fire. Hmm. Just let it all burn. Yeah. And I think, if anything, yeah. Eagles would just exacerbate the problems with this podcast. Uh, yo, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. For once. Like this for, one's for, for Cincinnati. One... Ah! Fuck! <laughs> There'd be a lot more shit. True. Well, comparatively. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Anyway, uh, I am your host, Stephen Ross. I am your host, times the second, Dustin White. <laughs> and I'm your hostess, Sean Crandall. <laughs> I am a hostess Twinkie, Steve Ross. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm a hostess snowball. I'm, is that what we're doing here? Is that a racial slur? No, no. Just checking. I mean, it could be if you <laughs> wanted to be. Uh, yeah. It is now. Let's start it. Or, or maybe that's what conservatives call a group of liberals: a snowball. <laughs> maybe it's a bunch of like because it's a Al- bunch of snowflakes yeah. grouped together. It's yeah. a it's a bunch of Alaskan liberals. Uh, okay. Yeah. We're already in trouble. Yeah. Good. With with the right people. Jesus. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Anyway, welcome back to Dregs of Craig's, where we delve into the worst, craziest, weirdest shit on Craigslist that we can possibly find and bring it to your attention, because it makes us giggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, who wants to start us off this week? Can I start us off with somewhere a little exotic? Ooh, please do tell. This is from Oahu. Ooh. Oahu. It's in, it's in the sales section. CDs, DVDs, VHS. Hmm. 70 porn DVDs. One (laughs) dollar. Whoa. Wow. I have a lot of porn DVDs I want to get rid of for one dollar each. Oh. Oh. I have a variety of them. (laughs) I have a variety of them. Some scratched but still playable, and it comes with no cases. So if you're interested, please email me back. Only serious people interested, email me back. Fuck. I, was thought, I thought that was a really good deal at Right? First. Yeah. 70 porn DVDs for a dollar. Just each. Loose porn DVDs. See, no that would just set up my OCD because there's nothing I hate more than, like, games or, or movies that don't have their case. Mm-hmm. I had friends who had all their games in, like, a binder, and it just weirded me out. I hated it. Ah, we do in, that. In a binder, <laughs> that's fine. But... It's fine, but just... Ah, just... Look. Gets my these, hairs on end. These <laughs> DVDs... Are for sure in a pile next to some old Del Taco. <laughs> <laughs> some of them might be used as coasters. For sure. Look, I thought Titty Twisters 5 was going to be great, but this is coaster material. I didn't think it was as good as 3, which honestly I think is Titty Grandmaster Joan Titsalot. That's her masterpiece. That's her masterpiece. <laughs> That's fair. But 5... No, I'm putting my Mountain Dew on that. Right that's next, that's right how next, he rates them. Yeah, right next to Come Dumpster Patrol Seven, <laughs> which was a crime. <laughs> it just didn't live up to the hype of the trailer that was before Ass Blasters Fourteen. You know, Come Dumpster Patrol used to be about something. And <laughs> <laughs> they just lost the lore, and and now it's just cashing in. I mean, look. Look, I know it were I know it worked for for Evil Dead. Mm. I know. <laughs> it did not work for Com Dumpster Patrol. Despite Joss Whedon being brought in to redo a few scenes. 
you know? He'll do fucking anything to fix a movie. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, also, yeah. also, if you want to buy one of my 70 porn DVDs for a dollar each, I will give you a free ebook of my thesis about comparing the degradation of the Cum Dumpster Patrol series to the degradation of the Police Academy series. <laughs> hmm. There should be percentage ratios. I'm expecting this. Oh, absolutely. I, I have charts of, and graphs. A lot of correlation between the two, I assume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I tried to get it peer-reviewed, but they kicked me out of Oahu Community College. Ah. And it just... Well, to be fair, he kept watching them in the library. Yes. <laughs> he, he Without brought, headphones. He brought his... <laughs> He brought his loose garbage bag of DVDs. The porn was fine, but then he put in Police Academy and lost his shit. What the hell are you doing in there? Research. <laughs> Is that Michael Winslow? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but he's in the Come Dumpsters 15 DVD. Oh. It's just him constantly going. Oh. Like the oh, cam- yeah. He like, just... the... <laughs> like the camera just pans over and it's him going. <laughs> oh. No. Like into a foley mic. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> come dumpster patrol. What? Look, the lore broke apart, and the, the 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 series is just not what it is anymore. But I still love the extras on the DVD. I love the commentary. <laughs> I love seeing Michael Winslow in that foley booth, making <laughs> making that skin flapping sound, <laughs> making the sound of come hitting a dumpster. Hey, did we mention the show's not for kids? <laughs> oh yeah. I like to think Michael Winslow took the job thinking he was going to have sex. <laughs> I cannot wait to start this new job. I am fully erect. Let's do this. I've got like two balls of Viagra in my bloodstream right now. No, just do the mouth flaps. We know you can. You're not fooling us. We're not paying for the extra half hour for that actress. Steve Gutenberg still showed up though. Oh, okay. Well, good for him. All right. Uh, I've got one. Okay. <laughs> uh, beware. Oh, I'm sorry. This is uh, Springfield, Illinois. Mm. Okay. Beware, Amish builder Reuben the Cobbler. <laughs> Reuben the Cobbler. Don't get involved with any business dealings with this plump Amish horse turd. <laughs> He will ask for your money up front and won't return to do the job. Reuben Hilty, bad news. A real man use porn bumper sticker has recently been seen on the back of his buggy headed west out of halfway Missouri. <laughs> oh, this buggy! <laughs> That's it. Damn, that Reuben's a <sighs> rascal. Mm hmm. Okay. Boy, when Reuben sees that, he's gonna be shocked. He's not going to see it. He's Amish. That's the joke, Sean. Now, I want to clarify something. Amish horse turd. What makes a horse... What makes a horse Amish? If the horse doesn't use, you know, technology and decides to live a life of low-tech and servants... Oh, it's, it's sort servitude of... Servitude to his god. That's... that. That's a, a, a religious asceticism. Yeah. What if it's not yeah. referring to the horse, but the turd? The, oh, like the, the turd. turd makes a deck. Like the turd's like, nope. I I'm tired of this. No like, buttons. No but Yeah, <laughs> just like every day's a rat race. I need to get away from the technology and the crowds. I'm just I'm gonna devote my life. Do you to... think if you want to go Amish, you just have to declare no ifs, ands, or buttons? Probably. Hmm. It's like calling uh, home or base. zippers. 
Or zippers. Zippers. It's like calling home base in a game of tag. (laughs) Now. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Uh, A horse churning butter. Whoa. Can we have a reboot of Mr. Ed, but in an Amish community? I mean, why not? I, I'm and and I say reboot, but I mean kind of a sequel. He had a time on TV. He got into drugs. It's a whole BoJack Horseman situation. Oh God, <laughs> that show's so fucking depressing. And 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 now to sort of atone, he has chosen a life of religious asceticism amongst the Amish. But you know, he came into town. With his real men use porn sticker on the back of his, <laughs> on the back of his Hollywood buggy, <laughs> and he's still he's still, you know, he brought Rumspringer to the Amish community. You know? <laughs> like Ruben didn't put this bumper sticker on his buggy; he just bought it from Mister Ed, and they're not allowed to use technology, so he can't get any goo gone. To yeah, get it no, off. he can't. He's just stuck with that real men watch porn yep. on his buggy. Can Amish use Rube Goldberg machines for stuff? Is that too much for them? Hmm. Are you asking if there's like a super low-tech, honey, I shrunk the kids sort of breakfast machine? <laughs> or or like a uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse type of thing where like, yeah, hmm. we're... Right, like, I, I imagine... <laughs> okay, so for this, I imagine there being a referee in the Amish community for rules going going like... Someone says, hey, ref, I think that's too technologically advanced. He looks at the Rube Goldberg machine. Nope. This is all sticks and stones, and as far as I'm concerned, they can break my bones. Request denied! (laughs) And handles it like Judge Judy. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You come into my court, (laughs) telling me that this Rube Goldberg machine is too advanced. I don't see a piece of metal in that thing. I don't see a button. I don't see a zipper. I don't see anything too advanced. You know the level was made before the Amish community was. Brother Maury, the Amish New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> Baltimore uh, Amish guy. He, hey, fuck you, it's fine. He's got a little electricity on it. Hey, oh, Zedadiah, you want a piece of this shit? He's not Amish. He's an outside... He's an outsider. He's an outside agent. He's an impartial third party. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. He's an Amish auditor. Yes. That's... Oh, gosh. He oh. travels from Amish plantation to Amish plantation just, like, auditing their level of technology. And if there's something he doesn't like, he just lights it. Oh, my God. No, it's it's like a Blade Runner, but for... <laughs> but, but for Amish people who use too much technology. Like, he catches them and they're not actual, like, humans. <laughs> It's like, um, oh god, what is it? Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, that's a smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I can't do the screech noise. It's all right. We got we. The spirit of it was there. Right. Dustin, what's up? Yeah, let's Give do me this. something. Oh hell. Um. All right. So we've got uh, Orlando. Ooh, Orlando. Orlando. That should be fun. Uh. Yeah. No. Florida did did pretty well this week. <laughs> um, Their scores were high. <laughs> I say that because sometimes I look at Florida and I go, I'm disappointed in you, Florida. I thought we'd get something out of you. But um, before you continue, have you heard of Florida Man? Oh, of course. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. For those listening who haven't heard. 
heard of it before. There's a collection of really weird fucked up news stories that all start with like either Florida man does this or Florida woman does this awful thing. And the way it's compiled makes it sound like he's just the world's most interesting superhero. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. Go check it out if you have a moment. I saw one, just as a side, side note. Uh, it was Florida man becomes first to receive bionic arm. And they're like, oh! and they're like stop before it gets too powerful. <laughs> Oh man, but this sh- is this is that new Fifty Two reboot of Florida Man with yes. a oh. him a fucking robot arm. Oh man! <laughs> All right, so this is Orlando uh, in strictly platonic. Oh, okay. all the fun stuff is kinky, uh, and it's Wick Lady wanna very nice and good friends. <laughs> Off to a great start. Hi, my name is David. I live in Orlando. I am forty two old, and I am single man. If you do looking a very very good friend and very clean man, yes, I am. <laughs> I am looking a nice grill with a good heart. <laughs> if do you want a very reliable and clam person and very nice good friend? Yes, this really I am. <laughs> if, by the way, it's just I'm really trying hard to read it as written and not yeah. write it. If do you interested, we can be good friend. Which lady want a hundred percent good man? Which lady want a hundred percent nice man? Which lady want a hundred percent reliable man? Which lady want a hundred percent be happy? Which lady want 100% want good time? Which lady want 100% special person? I feel like these are lyrics. Thank. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't make me. (laughs) It it sounded like Code Monkey by Jonathan Colton. Okay, do you want to go... Which lady hang around at front desk? Will you go lower? If I, a lady, clearly want, I am your hostess, want, (laughs) if I want a 100% reliable man, but 85% happy. Yeah, what if I only want 75 want good time? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, look, sometimes I just need, Look, I don't need everything from you. I have a life outside of you. Yeah. I think if you want to bring it down by that much, you have to install a dampener. Oh. Mm. oh, like oh, he's he just, just can't can't help, help but give a hundred. Yep. He can't help. From the but sound give of it, he's just overclocking. Oh, oh, it's like uh, it's like those little things they put on uh, the droids in Star Wars. Yes, to tone them down a bit. Yep. Like you just got to <laughs> just, just keep them in line. You just got to go to your local Jawa and pick up like a disruptor or something to put on this guy, <laughs> so he's he's, he's look, not just look David, all the time. David will, will be there for you, but he cannot not be one hundred percent nice man. Just no. he will always okay. be one hundred percent reliable, man. It's you like the movie to... Crank. <laughs> but does he speak bocce? <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm not going down that road. Shame. Okay, shame on you. Uh, yep. All right. I guess that means it's my turn. <laughs> All good. Okay. Uh, this is in uh, Humboldt, California. Casual oh, encounters. Oh, good. Uh, Hippie Central. Yay. Mature male desires butt fucking. <laughs> There's a t-shirt. <laughs> yep. Our first drinks of Craig's t-shirt. Mature it, male. It, it sounds like yeah. a status update. Like dwarf needs food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mature, mature male, male requires desires butt fucking. <laughs> okay. Hashtag ad. Okay. Oh. Male person desire. Okay. For. <laughs> I am going to to go into a slightly lower voice mm. when something is in parentheses. 
Okay. For the uh, purposes of this. Day. I would imagine this happens a lot then. Yes. Okay. okay. Male person desires to make out and be receptive of anal intercourse, butt fucking, to climax, coming, <laughs> fuck my ass, with other males, with medium to large peni that get sufficiently to mess it. Hard. For raw, bareback, insertion into oh. my snug, stretchable, lubed anus and rectum. I, I can provide trysting place. Need it deep. Please respond with text or voice to number. <laughs> this is so like a bad. government form. It's like some yeah. sort of contract. Absolutely. Like, it is. <laughs> Please check boxes. Lubed, ready, stretched. <laughs> yep. Is peni the the actual like like is that the 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 correct form of pluralization? There? I'm sure it's not. <laughs> if you know the correct plural form of penis, tweet at Dregs of Craig's. <laughs> no, no, no. Please tweet at. VP Mike Pence. <laughs> oh hell! So I I, I, I do I just <laughs> the uh, you here hereto-with referred to as applicant. <laughs> the party of the first part. Yeah, yeah. The penai of the first part will reply to me, employer. <laughs> As daddy. With, with level of with level of anal intercourse, butt fucking required. Please rate your rectum on a scale of one to ten. Please please bring the requisite forms. <laughs> oh no. I, 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 oh no. I can provide the trysting place. Need it deep. Hmm. The I, trysting place. That's a very fancy way of saying that you're gonna host. Also, that's the great. That's a great name of a of a club. The trysting, the trysting place. place. Hmm. It's it's the tristorium. I think let's go around the room and just start thinking up great names for fuck clubs. Caesar's Palace, but for dicks and butts. <laughs> Caligula's Palace. Yeah. The birdcage. <laughs> Just want to know. It's iconic. <laughs> the gaping hole. Ooh. The Sarlacc pit. <laughs> it's themed. Yeah, it's a theme bar. Yeah. yeah, of course. The Boba's Fet. Ooh, right? Boba's Fetish. Ooh. Yeah. Good one. yeah. Now, this is a baseball-themed one. It's called A-Rod's Rods. <laughs> and it's just it's just all gay baseballing. Mm. What if it's A-Rod's A-Rods? So like okay. anal, it's it's a just anal. Like all the chairs have have like rods or, or, on them, or and you sit there. It's that's... a it's only a plus rods. Yeah, it's only a level rods. We're not bringing you D C B. We're bringing you a level rods. Hmm. A rods, a plus rods, and then in Canada it's a rods, a plus rods, a. a. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Damn it! I ruined it. Hey! <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> All right, I've got uh, another one from Springfield, actually. Oh, delightful. It was a font of information. Yeah. Same Springfield or different Springfield? There's like eight. Okay, well, which one then, smartass? Uh, I I assume didn't do a lot of work, so it's the same one. Okay. It's the Springfield that the Simpsons are from, so all of them. Okay. God won the Super Bowl. Judas Iscariot, Apostle of God in Illington. (laughs) (laughs) Where... (laughs) As in, it was written by Judas Iscariot? Maybe. 
I don't know. Maybe that's the location. Okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. Jeez. God first. They realized who the true victory belonged to. They got the blessing of God, the money, and the ring. God takes care of his own. The evil Tom Brady, an ally of the perverted liberal LGBT agenda, was soundly defeated. And the Russians were nowhere to be found. The Russians don't play American football. Their, quote, football is soccer. <laughs> Uh... Repent now, or you will be executed after the rapture, when the Antichrist Soros and the false prophet Sharpton bring their rush... I'm sorry. When the Antichrist Soros and the uh... false prophet Sharpton <laughs> there it is. bring their Russian and Muslim soldiers. Antifa and BLM are just cannon fodder for Soros's evil plans. Homosexuals will be tossed off the roof of the Hammonds Tower. <laughs> it's that one specific tower. Apparently. No, no this is all very... It's at once very specific and very vague. The the very old conservatives boogeyman is George <laughs> George Soros. I, I did think that was a very odd like like what you picked. Okay, yeah. Wait, um, Soros is the Antichrist? Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you mean, like you didn't want to go somewhere more recent? No. Okay. No. 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 I mean, I think we need a more hip now Antichrist. Yeah. Well, if you listen to Amazing Facts, they think the Vatican. Is the Antichrist? Oh, that would be a twist. Yeah, but I think that's. One, I think three, that's old too. <laughs> I think that's old too. You know, mm. see, I think the Antichrist should be a revolving title. I don't think it should be any one person. I think. I think like it the Dalai be... Lama. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Okay, gotcha. like uh, it is a passed out. It's like so, a hat from person to person. Just you are the new. <laughs> as, it's like, it's as like your, the Green Lantern rings. As your new Antichrist. <laughs> I, I promise to tear the flesh off of all these heathen libtard cocks. <laughs> what if there was elections? Do we? I was, oh, I was about to say, do we have to vote for the Antichrist? Mm, yeah. Does that mean you can run for Antichrist? Oh, yes. Like, look, even, like, I might not agree with the platform, but, like, if that gets me to control shit, like, I mean, that's that sounds like... A key, like a, a look. Good in order to change in. the system, you have to work within the system. This is true. Okay, so if I run for antichrist, you know, Plus, I may do yeah. some bad. I may do some bad things that'll go against my conscience, but I'll be in a place where I can turn it all around. You know, there you mm. go. Plus, it's a good way to make sure you like your friends and family don't get roasted alive too. Oh, absolutely! It does come yeah, with those perks. It does. I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, do you still get secret service? And do you I, get it I for mean, life after serving? I think it's like a <clears throat> like a Baylor or something, a Balrog. Ooh. Hey, look. Some that's almost of, better than the Secret Service. Yeah. Some sort of fiery I feel like demon a, squad. Yeah, I feel like a, a Baylor could easily like substitute ten men at least. Oh, oh yeah. Maybe more. I want a Secret Service. But does, the, does each Antichrist have a Secret Service style nickname? I want mine to be Butterbuns. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Butterbuns s- is in the building. I want to be Snuggle Bucket. Oh, Snuggle Bucket the Antichrist. Sticky Buns. <laughs> oh, Sticky Buns. Sticky Buns. Sticky Buns. Yeah. Sticky buns. From all those peni. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I, I, I was <clears throat> interested to see that Tom Brady became <laughs> a, a member of the... The LGBTQ community. Not just uh, a member. He's an ally of the perverted liberal LGBT agenda. Oh, so the whole see, agenda. See, mm. see I'm, an, I'm an Antifa BLM higher up. And 
the memo got passed around that we didn't like Tom Brady either. I, I so I don't know sure where he's he getting his information. Yeah, I don't remember voting for that in the council. Meeting. So has Tom Brady just become like the fat kid on the playground during the Holy Wars? Pretty yeah. much. No one really wants a piece of him. He's and, the and, last kid for And each, last team, kid for each yes. team is trying to like foist him off. Yeah. It's like, oh no, it's fine. We'll play six to seven. I just don't want Tom Brady. Yes. In the war between heaven and hell the apocalyptic, climactic conflict that ends all life in existence as mm-hmm. we know it. Tom Brady is the kid with head lice on the sidelines. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, wash your helmet, dude! <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, um, God won the Super Bowl, the title. I'm imagining a touchdown dance. Who yeah, does, who does, does God thank bird? for his touchdowns? <laughs> his believers? Don't be so simple. <laughs> Why is he gonna go up? <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like a, you know, some sort of comic book. Thank There's you. There's always Superman. someone more powerful. <laughs> Thanks, Goku. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you whipped my cat's ass. <laughs> I have not watched the new Dragon Ball at all, but I am assuming that's what happens. <laughs> That sounds doable. All right, so move I, on. He's beating the shit out of the purple cat thing, and that's apparently a god, if not the Let's god. Let's move on. I don't really know. Fine. Man. You're asking the wrong guy. Um, all right, so I've got <clears throat> from uh, Springfield to Baltimore, uh, the only thing that I could stomach in rants and raves. Yay. Um, ET Intel and UFO ship info. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> like license plates? Uh, uh, no, you'll see. You'll see what it's. Okay. Greetings again. The U.S. government has UFO TR-3B, which looks like a black flying Dorito. (laughs) It has three lights in the corners and one center light. Reverse engineered, of course. Also seems to... I mean, of course. Clearly. Yeah. Also seem to Yael and Sassini Shilohs. Decipher that sentence for me, please. Okay, then. It runs off mercury plasma and uses steam. Wait, wait, whoa. (laughs) See, it's a steampunk Dorito. Yeah, I was about to to say, this is just some steampunk fan fiction. This has and can be seen on YouTube. And then we have his alien scorecard. Alien scorecard. Palladians. Good. Arturians. Good. Andromidians. Good. Yael. Good. Sasani. Good. Are we just the assholes in the galaxy? Uh, not yet. Greys. Depends on motives. Shit. Lyrians. Good. Blue avians. Good. Tall whites. Bad. I knew it! <laughs> there are some others, but I'll let you do your own homework. Let's not forget the three underground ET civilizations. Oh, let's not. Two are human. One is under Mount Shasta in California, the Talos. I'm s- we're so close. The other is under Antarctica. They have a principle. <laughs> there is also a gr- <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the other is under Antarctica. There is also a group of dinosaur-like men that they fight against. We will call this the Inner Earth Civilization or Crust Civilizations. Oh, the Greys also that. have underground caverns. A possible first contact event. It is very important that you know all the players, who they are, and what are their intentions. It sounds like a bestiary entry. Yeah, I was about to say, I for one am ready to play this tabletop role-playing game. (laughs) Yes. So it's really like any news story today. Everyone is good but tall whites. (laughs) 
Damn it. <laughs> oh, I got, I got nothing what, off what that, I, man. What That's... I gotta go for, this, this <clears throat> big black Dorito. <laughs> is this what the government is trying to push eventually? Cool, right? By, by making women's soft Doritos that are less crunchy? <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about that. Soon we'll just be ruled by Doritos. Aren't we now? Reverse engineered, of course. Oh my God, Doritos and Mountain Dew are reverse engineered from alien technology to control us. Oh my God, the Greys have done it again. And they've left clues behind because Mountain Blues clues. <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting that. Are the blues? Are the blues an alien? Uh, the yeah, the blue avians. The blue avians. You could call them blue blues. avian clues. Falco. <laughs> Falco. No, not Falcone. Yeah, I said Falco. Yeah, but you said it like Captain Falcon. Ed Falco. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna say a thing. This is also from Humble. It's in Casual Encounters. Full body tongue bath. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. Oh, I would love to offer willing women a complete tongue bathing. Oh, from, boy. Don't give that up. From pits to toes at the end of your long, hard, hot, sweaty day. He doesn't go shoulder up? When you're drained and exhausted, you just have no strength left to shower off. Is this a tiger? Let me be <laughs> your cleanup boy. Allow me to do all the work. Just lay back and relax as I lick and suck the whole day's sweat and perspiration. From all your secret creases, deepest cracks, and stinky crevices. Oh boy, how do you say no? Who taught their dog to use Craigslist? (laughs) I will lick your soles and suck your toes clean. Oh, your soles like your feet. Yes. Yes. Oh God. (laughs) I will mouth massage your dripping underboobs and armpits until they are dry. I will make your ass crack and clit immaculate using only my mouth. Indulge your inner goddess and let me show you how honored you are by bathing you in this ritual of deepest respect. I'm white, dark brown hair and eyes, clean, fit, cute, and hung 35 years old. Let me know you're real by writing bath in email subject line. Oh, I feel like I need a bath just after listening to that. Well, good thing he's offering! (laughs) I I feel he doesn't understand how licking works, because if he's going to lick it dry, like... You can't physically... Is it, like, rough and raspy like oh, a cat? Maybe. Ugh, that, oh, maybe he that sounds super unpleasant. What if he's doing this because he doesn't have the ability to create saliva, so he has to leach off people's um, bodily fluids? Oh, my God. And that's, like, he can't eat. It's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, he, does, he can't spit, so he can't eat because he can't chew properly. So he has to lick somebody down after a long, sweaty, hard day of work. Oh. This and is the beginning of that. the horror story. And then, and then I feel like he could just drink water. And then he can just <laughs> eat his roast beef sandwich when he's done. Okay. <laughs> what? Now, how how far how far is he is he willing to go? No, wait, wait. What does that look for? <laughs> Explain yourself. I was a hundred percent sure for a moment, and now you're upset at me, which means I'm thinking maybe I'm wrong that you were referring to a roast beef sandwich as vaginal lips. <laughs> No, I was legit talking about a regular sandwich. <laughs> I'm sorry I misjudged your level of innuendo. 
You gave me way too much credit. Speaking of sandwiches and condiments, now, what could it be like the Japanese tradition of eating sushi off of a person? What, soup? No, like, how far are you willing to go? Like, could you come just like, oh man, I was making this cake and I got this stuff all over me. I gotta, th- I gotta call Tim. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Tim's licking service. <laughs> or, or, or just like, you are an insanely good athlete and you've just finished the tough mudder. You've run through just piles of oh. muck and dirt and you're just covered in the, sh- the little shocks hanging down from those like live wires at the end before the fucking finish line. Is that a thing? Yeah. That sounds awful. Oh yeah, people love it. Because running is not enough punishment. And no. Then, and then you and then you go to Tim and you say, "Tim, buddy, I'm covered in mud. Lick it off." Would he do that? What if Tim read the thing about like how like in ancient Greece the Olympians' sweat used to be considered an aphrodisiac? And uh-huh. he just, really? Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, it was a thing. Like, oh, like if you oh, won yeah. the Olympics, like you like they would totally like. Uh, apparently, from what I've read, they would, uh, yeah, they would bottle and sell your sweat. <laughs> in all the ancient Greek tabloids, Greeks was yes. horny. In the in the Greek, well, that's uh, not news. Yeah, in the uh, the Greek Sun Times, hmm. is where I read that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that the uh, right at right at the other day. So, yeah. do you think a proper term for this line of work is a taste bud? Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Point for Steve. <laughs> taste bud. Like, yeah, I'll come right over and help you out. I'll be your taste bud. I'm going to move on. <laughs> I'm getting the heebie-jeebies. Please do. Uh, this one, I found great personal satisfaction in. Just the fact that this is happening somewhere. This is in Oklahoma City. Sexist, racist, slave for women. Oh. Attention, all women. So a guy lost a bet to me, and to make him learn a lesson, I am making him be a slave to women. I have made him sign a contract. He has to do anything and everything any girl wants him to. And he is not allowed to say no to anything, no matter what it is. Thought maybe you might be interested in making him your slave. As I said, anything goes. He can't say no to anything, no matter what it is. Ha ha. I have made him sign a contract. He is a sexist, racist asshole and thinks women aren't capable of controlling men. That we should do as they say. Let me know if you're interested in making him a slave. This sounds like a spectacular opportunity for the women of Oklahoma City. Absolutely Get on that shit. Look, if nothing else, get the guy to come over and do your chores. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's right. Or just a full body tongue bath. (laughs) Like... Like, hey, I, I've been looking to remodel my kitchen for some time now, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, sounds like I've got a guy who yeah. work for free. Look, I've, I've, got the, uh, I've got the materials, you know, but uh, I don't need someone to do the work. Ooh, and then... You will be supervised <clears throat> with a whip in my hand, but, <laughs> I mean... And then just for safety's sake, you have to... As a slave, make him sign another contract saying that he will actually do the work to your satisfaction. Absolutely. Because then that way he can't get out of it by being like, fuck you. You're like, nope, you signed this contract. Well, okay. You have to. Let's fucking hack the system then. All right. If you have to do everything that this person says, no matter what it is, 
could you order him to sign a contract making him your slave indefinitely? <gasps> Ooh, an it's like wishing wish, wish. Yes. Yes. Ooh. But then that he could just turn it around like a monkey's paw thing and just do a super shitty job at everything. Well, well I mean, that's, that's where sub clauses come in. Yeah, you gotta get, okay. You gotta get a lawyer involved at that point. <laughs> We've gotta get this yeah, slave the, contract he, notarized. Here's the other thing, like like it, it, this guy lost a bet to me, and now he has to do everything a woman says. Like, how would and he signed a contract? How admissible is a written just a written contract in court? Like, I imagine that it's not admissible at all unless it's notarized. That's a good point. True. It needs a seal. Although... At one point, is the slave off the hook for being ordered for, like, murder? Mm. I mean... Ooh. That's where you have the secondary things. Like, there's manslaughter, and then there's involuntary manslaughter. Hmm. You know? I, I... I assume they'd have to cook up a new one for this. You know, like, uh, I don't know, the homunculus clause or something. (laughs) That doesn't sound at all good. (laughs) No. Yeah, it's just just homuncular manslaughter. (laughs) Pretty good reason to make someone a slave. Because if he's really as bad as this guy says he is, then, you know, come on. Okay. If you've got him as a slave, Mm -hmm. first you do the infinite wishes thing. Yeah. You're my slave forever. Yep. I order you to not be an awful person. Mm-hmm. I release you into the world. Oh. But does releasing him release him of all of his contractual duties? Hmm. That's the problem. It's like, are you able to actually make him make the change and then have it stick? Yeah. See, that's the thing. See, that's where... I guess I... don't release him then. Just be like, you're free to go about your day as you normally would. Now, what you gotta do is you gotta find, like, a Bog witch or a voodoo prince. Apparently okay. they have. Okay. So, hear me out. Hear me out. All right. And then you get this guy cursed for like, you guys seen the movie What Women Want? That, no. but for guys. So all he hears are these like dudes thinking about dick pics that they're going to send. Mm-hmm. And he just gets these uh, flashes like in his yeah. head. All this gross stuff. And now it's like, oh, now you know. What it's not, now you get it. Yeah. Okay. What if modern day, what women want, the curse is not that you can hear thoughts, but that you get sent every dick pic that comes across Ooh, any oh, cell phone like, in the world. Routed. Oh, I like that. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Unusable phone. Exactly. Just constant. You ever seen those videos people take of like their Twitter account or Instagram account, like after they post, and it's just like it just be that, but dicks. Dick, just dick, 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 dick. Okay, there are some accounts that are that. That's now, true. Now let's get a little, <laughs> let's let's get a little clockwork orange on this. Oh, let's. Oh, just a little, just a little. Clockwork. Let's reeducate by way of electrodes. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, I order you as my slave to sign this waiver. <laughs> <laughs> At hey, one point, that, that's the liberal deep state. At what point do we need to be worried about the Geneva Convention? Is that ever? Could you say... Never, I'm not in Geneva. Oh, okay. Is that, oh, was that the only... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. GenevaCon, 18. It, it, it's, it's weird it's, it's, it's that pretty, we all seem It's limited. Like, yeah. Like, no one saw the clause that, like, does nobody only know if you're in Geneva. Because I hear people talking about it all the time. And, like, dude, does anybody know that that's the case? It's just Geneva? I don't think they do. Really? I don't think oh, they wow. do. Does anyone cosplay at the Geneva Convention? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. 
Hi, I'm the Treaty of Versailles. <laughs> ah, I like your fringed edges. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Hatsune Miku. <laughs> I'm at fucking everything. I don't care what convention this is. I'm not relevant, but I'm here. And I like attention. Pose. Hi. Hi. During the, cos- the, cosplay- the cosplay portion of the Geneva Convention, I, Hatsune Miku, will be singing my own rendition of Hamilton. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Ah, the worst nightmare I have created for you. <laughs> <laughs> Please, someone say something else. Uh, anytime somebody says Hatsune Miku, all I can think of is that awful uh, hologram performance she did on Letterman. On David Letterman. Oh, and yeah. he was, he was, he was just so confused. So upset. And, and where's his underwear? It was so, he was so uncomfortable, like visibly uncomfortable. Like, like really? We, we couldn't get a human I'm guest I'm about star? to go off the air in like a month. Forever. And this is who you get? I like to think he was set to be the host of The Tonight Show for like another ten years. And then Hatsune Miku comes out and he's just like, there's no point to this. (laughs) The world has already gone Hunger Games. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, am I up? You're up. All right. Um, All right. So I'm going to, let's see. So back to Orlando. Orlando. Um, We've got a uh, for sale antiques hmm. yeah uh great deal uh for a gently used cremation urn oh. gently used what did he hose it uh so i'm just gonna read it and let you find out uh <laughs> sorry this is the first half like in my mind is read off like uh rod roddy from the price is right oh no <laughs> <laughs> that's, seven... that's joey fatone now is it really yep no shit mm-hmm. he's peaked joey <laughs> Look, he's set for life, man. Yeah. He doesn't mm-hmm. have to do anything ever. Like, That's yes, true. He is set. This 7x5x6.5 by by inch Rococo style cremation urn is from the 14th or 15th century. Not <laughs> sure. And it retails for $1,500. <laughs> oh, cool. Antique furniture. It has, it has mother of pearl inlay with a gilded burnished 14 carat gold top with a vegetal, vegetal? Wow. Vegetable. Vaginal. <laughs> My tongue. Yeah. With a motif. We're just going to go with that, because I don't know what word that is. With a motif that is Corinthian in nature. Stabilized by unique pumpkin-shaped legs, this urn will hold your loved ones, or not-so-loved ones, very well. This beautiful family heirloom held my late grandpappy. My grandmother recently kicked the bucket. Lol. And I... Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't... That's... I didn't Look, do it. Judging, judging by how the rest of this goes, I wonder if he had a similar relationship with his grandmother. God. And I was granted the incredible responsibility of cleaning her decrepit house and all of her old shit. Amongst many other trinkets my grandmother hoarded, I found my grandpappy in the back of her closet. He was a mean-spirited sex addict who died of a heart attack in the middle of a fiery affair with his 33-year-old Filipino lover. I... <laughs> I, we can all hope to go that way. I cleaned most of him out. However, <laughs> however, some of him still remains caked to the felted interior. He was Dawn. Adds character and history to this priceless artifact. Oh no! If you if you choose to not store your family here, the urn could be used for a variety of other things, including spice storage, rock collections, <sighs> and receipts. Eighteen dollars. <laughs> $18? Yep. I buy the shit out of that grandfather. $18 or highest offer. Really want to get rid of this. Wow. Now, this just sounds now, like the setup. You're not buying the grandfather. You're just buying the urn with little bits of grandfather. Okay, but there's pieces. There's still a soul. 
in that urn. I mean, I presumably. guarantee you that fucker's haunted. Oh, it, oh, absolutely. That's why he's trying to get rid of it. This is absolutely the setup to an H.P. Lovecraft story. Yep. Uh, uh, just like I'm trying to get rid of this artifact before I become the artifact. <laughs> what part of Grandpappy do you think is stuck to the sides? Oh yeah, what? Well, like, what? where did those ashes? Co- where did those ashes come from? Yep, on the body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. I mean, it's not. It's not great, but like, like, like the urn even looks. It looks like something that would be haunted, right? That looks like the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. Except when I open it, I just cough a little bit because I've inhaled a little bit of grandpappy. <laughs> like that's just the strain he uses. Oh shit! <laughs> this is a weed box. <laughs> Oh. Store your good, good cushion here and smoke the souls of the... Oh, my God. Smoke the souls of the adultering undead. That's a marketing campaign. Absolutely. Damn. Especially in California where it's legal now. Get that dank, spooky kush for Halloween. (laughs) Spookush. Spookish. Spookish. (laughs) Do you want to smoke some of my spookish? That oh, just sounds like the smoke sound of my spookish. <laughs> that just sounds like a Norwegian food. Uh, oh, we oh, had so the roast ham and the spookish. I'm so <laughs> tough. Can you, you want to finish off my spookish? I'm just. <laughs> I've had way too many like appetizers, and now I can't finish my spookish. You know, I got really hooked on spookish when I had it. As as a side to the meatballs when I went to IKEA, yep. and then I found out they sell it after the after the checkout line. There's like a little grocery store. It's there. an impulse buy. Yeah, and they have a little <laughs> bit of spookish frozen in the the freezer you know, section. On my backpacking trip through Europe, I had spookish. <laughs> That's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> it is spookish. Spookish. I've heard uh, sales of spookish skyrocketed after the latest Avengers movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, Am I up? Pumpkin shape. No. Oh, that's no, right. You're l- up. L- let, me, let me give you something. Another book of knowledge. Cool. Another one. Ooh. I just found another book of knowledge. It was on my porch this morning. <laughs> This is like a really excited kid on Easter. It has tens of thousands of full names and actual phone numbers. I will rent it to any scammer for a whole week for $2,500 and a $10,000 deposit. Think what you can do with the information. Please contact me. P.S. What is this shit about me being on Satan's side? Or me being some kind of spibal thumper? P.S.S. Fuck you! At first, I thought this was a smart ass with the white pages. Oh, it absolutely it is. is. Take a look at that. Oh well, yes, it is. This but is his. Then book he of starts knowledge. taking it like really personally. That's fucking great. It's like, did you ever see the jerk with Steve Martin where he was super fucking jazzed to find his name in the phone book? Yeah. That's this, but angry. By the way, this is from Phoenix. Just to give, of it, course, oh, it of is. course, it give is. some context. <laughs> to, context to that. Let me take a moment to be shocked by that. Okay, done. Yeah, I just, I, I just wonder how... <laughs> just, let me hold on. All right. <laughs> I just wonder how the white pages or the yellow pages play into to scammer stuff nowadays. Because, I mean, it is a full name in numbers. It is. I think people forget that exists. 
Yeah. How long do you think it's going to be until they start delivering to your doorstep people's Facebook names? Mm. People are on the dark web buying and selling white pages and yellow pages. <laughs> Smoking white pages. <laughs> if you want to find out who all the old gullible people are in Phoenix, Arizona, most of them. Well, <laughs> I can say that I lived there. <laughs> it's fine, I can say I it. can say that Go to Scottsdale, they're very rich over there Very rich blood Very nouveau riche too Very nouveau-ring? Very nouveau-ring Ooh <laughs> So, I'm, I'm just <laughs> I, I want to go back to I found another book of knowledge <laughs> What was the first one? Yellow Pages No, it, it, it says this one has names, full names, and phone numbers. But what was the other one? I like to think that it was just a pamphlet for the Watchtower. <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses. Or maybe there was no first, and he's just using that as a ploy. Like, oh, I've got another one, and I've already sold the first one. Like, you know, kind of doing the whole, like, oh, limited run uh-huh. Like, like he's trying to boost the market. Or, or I was thinking like he was being more sneaky, like in Gravity Falls, where you have journal number three. Oh, and to get himself and to get himself out of uh, legal trouble, there is a first book of knowledge. My first book of knowledge was, of course, my what? prized Nancy Drew book. <laughs> <laughs> the first book of knowledge I ever came across in my life was one fish, two fish, red fish. Wait for it. Bluefish. Oh. I was not expecting the bluefish. It comes out of nowhere and just gets you. You think, oh, this redfish wouldn't be with a bluefish. But there he is! The blue aviary. (laughs) (laughs) So, you next? I suppose so. Uh, This one is in Topeka, Kansas. I don't know who wants Topeka, Kansas, but there it is. Ah. Thank you. I'm going to read this exactly as I imagine it. Thanks for the peep show, sugar tits. <laughs> <laughs> I was the 18-wheeler going eastbound at 0300. You were the car drafting behind me. I looked over, wondering why you were hanging around beside me. Then I noticed why your dome light was on. I would have liked to see more, pull over, give you a mustache ride. But I have a schedule to maintain. <laughs> Too bad the roof was blocking your face. I like my bazongas with a face attached. Which, in and of itself, is a horrifying visual idea. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Had to pull over to the nearest truck stop and rub one out. What with all the pre in my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> he actually wrote that? What with all the pre in my shorts. I'm sure it was good for you, too. You're doing truckers across America a great service, and here's hoping for another meeting. I'm going to pray, dude. <laughs> I'm a fucking pray. I'm a fucking pray. Can can I can I see that and can I read it in in how I prefer to read it? Please do. Thanks for the peep share, sugar tits. <laughs> <laughs> I was the 18 wheeler going eastbound. Why is Stamper driving a semi? You were the car drafting behind me. Ooh. I looked over, wondering why you were hanging around beside me. Then I noticed why your dome light was on. I would have liked to see more pull over and give you a mustache ride. <laughs> but I have a schedule to maintain. <laughs> schedule. <laughs> Too bad that the roof was blocking your face. 
I like my bazongas with a face attached. <laughs> Had to pull over to the nearest truck stop the and uh, rub one out with, with all the brie in my pantaloons. <laughs> I'm sure it was good for you, too. You're doing truckers across America a great service, and here's helping for another meeting. Bip, bip. Bip, bip. Oh, that made my night. You're do- it's he's assuming that she's doing this for all of the truckers across America. It's like, a calling. Like this is this is a class of person. Like yep. this is a job. It's like in Forrest Gump, but instead of jogging and inspire people to achieve their dreams, she's showing her face tits. Yeah, her face tits. <laughs> now I'm just imagining like oh Auto. no no the <laughs> but now yes well but. Also, uh, the original Little Shop of Horrors with Jack Nicholson, where Audrey Audrey 2 has all of the faces of the people it's eaten. It's just on your boobs. (laughs) Don't feed the tits. (laughs) Which, by the way, not a lot of people know that the original version of Little Shop of Horrors has a much darker ending. Oh, absolutely. It yeah. does. It's horrifying. Like, even the original version of the musical with uh, Rick Moranis and yeah. um, and Steve Martin and all those lesser <coughs> people. Yeah. They had the whole thing shot and ready for the plants to win and destroy the human race, as the musical does. Yep. Yep. Bummer. So, uh, I, just, I thought this one was kind of just... Here, I'm just going to read that. I'm not going to pre- preface it with anything. But we got uh, another Strictly Platonic in Baltimore. Open this jar. <laughs> <laughs> is that the whole ad? Nope. There's a little bit more. Ah. I have a jar that's real stuck, and I would love a man or group of men to come and open it for me. Strictly platonic, unless you have a thing for doing odd kitchen jobs for people. I do. That's it. And it's just a picture of a jar of sauerkraut. Huh. Yeah. Just something is. And this person. That's oddly innocent. This like, person will not have sauerkraut until someone answers this Craigslist ad. <laughs> And they refuse to eat anything else. Well, on their likes, on the right side, it says likes sauerkraut on Friday night. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> sauerkraut on Friday night. Look, I'm Nothing a, I love more. I'm a simple man of simple means. <laughs> I just I, I like my trucks big, my jeans blue, and my sauerkraut on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> just as God intended. <laughs> Which is why I only trust Dr. Trans Hickory Smoke Sauerkraut. <laughs> uh, what? A group of men. <laughs> now, That's where I thought it was going into innuendo territory, but no. Now, now imagine imagine the setup to a porn where, where it's just like you open the door and there's one guy. And then out from, out from the street come another bunch of dudes. And, and it just, there's this sultry smile like, oh, we're going to do something. And then it's just five guys in the kitchen going, shit, this is a tough bottle of sauerkraut to open. Goddamn. That's how now, they started five guys. Did you bring your, did you, did you bring like a little uh, rubber grippy hand? Oh, you know, I left, I left it. Oh, I got one. I got one. Ah, oh, John, you're a lifesaver. Come here, open the sauerkraut. And then they made John their king. <laughs> yes. And that, children, is how Christianity started. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, man. I'm just trying to imagine how a team of five guys equally working opens a jar. I mean, they take turns. One, you know, loosens it up a little bit more for the person behind him. Hmm. Well, one's a supervisor, another's a cheerleader. 
Uh, one's holding the bottom of the bottle, the other's holding the top. And the other one's pushing the guy holding the top for extra leverage. The other Abs- one's a temp. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he, he's a part-timer. He's an he, administrative assistant. But he's hoping he's hoping that the, the experience will sort of launch him into a He needs college career. credit. He's yes. an unpaid intern at this jar opening facility. <laughs> oh, dear. Here's one from North Phoenix. A grand aristocrat tale. This is an educational short story of a true life experience. We had a Mideast falling, hot, dusty, failing farm. And one night, my three ugly daughters found a dead hobo. (laughs) (laughs) This is a pitch for TBS. (laughs) Oh, oh no, this is is a pitch for Showtime, as you'll see. Oh, no. They brought him home, tried to feed him Bisquick and Glutenfish. And my ugly six foot one, two eighty five pound, squinty eyed wife made the dead hobo a new set of clothes out of dirty, filthy curtains. <laughs> the girls all loved the dead hobo, and we named him Kelly. <laughs> the hobo would take turns sleeping with my ugly daughters. We would push him from room to room on a two wheeled dolly. <laughs> One night I came home after a long day of drinking at the local saloon slash hair salon. <laughs> and I caught all four of them in bed with the dead hobo. I threw them all out, and my wife moved in with an ostrich rancher who later on strangled her to death. <laughs> to this day, the only men my daughters will go out with are transients. And one of them has been married four times to different guys that ride the rails. Most of them are over 45. Currently, two of my daughters are living in a rusty old Pontiac that hasn't run for years. <laughs> Do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers. <laughs> that was enthralling. I was on the edge of my seat wanting to know what happened to these four ugly daughters. I would absolutely watch this Netflix original series. Now, now there do happen to be some, you know, some initial photos. Some, you know, sometimes when you're doing a pitch for a TV show, you'll give some storyboards. Sure. Concept art. Concept right. art. Yeah. The concept art here is um, three pictures of various parts of a Kentucky Fried Chicken meal. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's not even like stock, f- like... Photos. No, it's it's, it's like not promotion. It's legit. someone's phone. It's photo. not promotional material. It's KFC on someone's home-owned regular plate. Yes, yes, it is. Wow, that's baffling. This man is a modern-day Aesop. <laughs> a grand aristocrat tale. I mean, this is this is the this is the like the. I feel this could be the new American novel. I feel if changed. Only he made it longer. This is this is the new Steinbeck. In my Definitely. in my regards, this will be a short story someday that you are forced to read in seventh grade. Absolutely, it's it better is. than Scarlet Ibis. Mm-hmm. You'll have now, to write a four page essay on it. Mm-hmm. Now, kids, when they tried to feed Kelly Bisquick and gluten fish, what did this say about the American condition in Phoenix in two thousand eighteen? <laughs> That they have something called a gluten fish. <laughs> well, yes, we are now. We are now all. We are now all eating soylent. Yes. Ah. Uh, but if I write on the board here, the definitions of bisquick and gluten fish, what might you think they were actually feeding Kelly in the subtext? Side note: Bravo on the foley work there, Sean. Really uh, added to the experience. Ab, ab, well, look, I'm just. 
we're artists. We're trying to we're trying to make a piece of art here. At first, I envisioned like a whole fish in the middle of a bread loaf, a gluten fish. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> the more I think about it, that could just be a breaded fish fillet. Like or, or did he misspell gefilte? That's what I'm thinking. Or autocorrect caught him. Yeah, this quick and gefilte fish. Who knows? I'm not gonna look it up. <laughs> and also, if you have a burning desire to tell us what a gluten fish is, please direct all of that information to VP Mike Pence on Twitter. <laughs> God. But I, I just uh, based it's 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 based on a true event. Clearly. Well, but I mean, we all know what that. So is a bunch of other weird. Yeah, shit. based on which means uh, I he mean, had three daughters and a wife at one time. And that's the end. Uh, here's the, here's the thing. There's different when <clears throat> when you. When you're looking at a movie that's based on real events, they have different language that they're required to say based on the level of fiction that they've added to it. Right. It's is it based on the true story or is it inspired inspired by, by ah. or or is it the this is a direct biography of you know. Yeah. Then you can basically say any bullshit you like. I I think this is an inspired by Ah. sort of scenario. And not hallucinated by. Definitely. This is definitely not the story of a Phoenix man who wrote something on Craigslist while he was eating fried chicken and meth. In equal amounts. The batter. Both on the same plate. Both on the same plate. (laughs) Like, that's not Bisquick. It's just crushed powdered crack rocks. Yeah. Yep. I've got one from St. Joseph, Missouri. All right. Not the person from the place. Yes. Yeah, this isn't a Craigslist ad by St. Joseph. A shame, but unashamedable. In Rants and Raves. This is for, quote, Batman. If you want to post signs calling the police cowards, don't put them on my yard on a post. Don't be a coward yourself and post them in your own yard. That's the whole thing. Oh. But three hours later... This is for Batman again. (laughs) It's funny I called you a coward for hiding your signs on other people's yards. You said you sleep with my wife. Well, dumbass, I live alone. No wife, no kids, no dogs. Keep trespassing and sneaking around. It could end bad for you. Then again. Oh, it keeps going. Three days later for the Batman fanboy. Neener, 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 Batman. <laughs> neener, 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 Batman. Neener, 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 Batman. Fuck you. <laughs> now, uh, I like to think it's the actual Batman. Like, it's Bruce Wayne just dicking around in this small town in Missouri. Do it. Go on to Craigslist. <laughs> Tell them I'm breaking into your house and leaving signs on your yard. They'll never believe you. <laughs> I'll fuck your wife. I don't care if you live alone, I'll fuck your wife. I will find your future wife and fuck her. <laughs> he has access to the technology. He could. My God. Look, if anybody could, it'd be Batman. Yep. Well, well here, here's the thing. Uh, who's Morgan Freeman's character in the Batman uh, movie? Lucius Fox. That's Lucius it. Fox. He had Lucius develop Something that finds people's future wives <laughs> so that he can fuck them. He said, and inst- I'll, I'll do this for you one last time, Bruce. But 
I'm going to leave your employ, because I cannot do this. It is unconscionable. And then he brought that technology to Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just Tinder. <laughs> With 100% accuracy predicting your future wife. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe this will be the last one, yeah? I think so. So I've got a, 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 a an epic... It's not actually that long, mind you, but it is a it is a tale to be told. Uh, a gentleman selling uh, a, a Tampa Bay gentleman uh, who is trying to sell his vehicle, and the uh, title is 1997 Toyota Whore Runner. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> and uh, here we go. Don't. Uh, and by the way, pretty good deal. Only twelve hundred bucks. Fair, but. You'll see the catch here in a second. <laughs> I can only hope. Don't need a $1,200 paperweight? Of course you don't. How about a Japanese money dumpster? <laughs> Some of you may recognize this as a 1997 Toyota 4Runner, also known as the SR5. Don't let that gorgeous Japanese body fool you, though. This car is Satan's chariot to hell. Or <laughs> bankruptcy. Hmm. I do not exaggerate when I say that this car has been in the shop half the time I have owned it. In the last six months, I have put 2000 bucks into it in parts and labor, and the thing still isn't right. I'm not rich. I'm just an average dude that always wanted a cheap, reliable daily. I think he means vehicle there, but he didn't. Yeah. I Since you. I was a kid, I lusted after those forerunners' off-road capability. Now my own kids come to me and ask me why there's no food to eat, and the electricity has been turned off, and I have to tell them <laughs> it's because Daddy's car is sick again. The car has a new radiator, new head gasket, <laughs> timing belt replaced 40K ago by Pete. P.O. and A.C. blows fucking cold. The voodoo priest at the Toyota dealer insists it's fixed. <laughs> but it's not. And I've seen their facility. There's no tools. Just an altar to Tatsuro Toyota where they place the still beating hearts and smoking wallets of Toyota owners and ask for a vision of what the fuck is wrong with their clients' cars. Oh. I'm pretty sure this was the plot of Temple of Doom. Yeah. Come look at it. It's beautiful. It won't let you down. You might think that since I poured so much money into it that there, there might Excuse me, that there must just be one more thing and then it'll be perfect. You can drive it home and laugh at the poor slob that you bought it from who did all the work for you. Nope, not going to happen. <laughs> this car will make you cry. So why am I asking 1200 bucks for it? Good question. I'm taking a huge loss at that price. And that's the lowest price I can let it go for and still be able to pay my bills. If that's too much, don't buy it. I don't blame you. Come look at it. Bring a witch doctor. And maybe, just maybe, if the stars are aligned just right, you can drive it. Drive it home. If you drive it, you will want it. It's fast. It's beautiful. It makes it sound like angels revving their angel mobiles. <laughs> I want this thing out of my sight. I'm tired of sitting in it at night, drinking, and making engine noises with my mouth while I pretend it is not a huge pile of disappointment and debt. Do not offer me 500 bucks for it. The, Vos, uh, the Vossen sticker on the back window alone makes it worth more than that. I don't have to sell it. It can sit in my parking spot, and I can continue to hate it. I don't have to sell it. I want to. There's a difference. It sounds like you have to sell it, dude. If your lights are turning off and your children are asking why daddy's car is sick again. It's herpes. <laughs> it never really goes away. I... I don't know what to tell you. Your car has a human disease. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, really, there's only so many ways it gets one of those. Not judging. <laughs> so it's got automobile immune deficiency syndrome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
a lot of model a lot of models built in the eighties had those. But no. <laughs> oh. It is before, a ninety seven. Uh, before computer diagnostics became better at what's what's the automobile version of rent? Is that just like <laughs> Is that like Cars two? Ca- yes! <laughs> Do it, you son of a bitch! <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, it's just a mashup of grease and rent. <laughs> Sixteen thousand twenty-five hundred miles on this meter. God damn it! <laughs> so, does that make it an HIV SUV? <laughs> Toyota Hib Runner. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh god. I'm I'm an awful person. Thank you for uh, listening to Drake of Craig's. This was this was an adventure. <laughs> this was an adventure, guys. Thank you. Every for... every episode really is, but this was a hopefully hopefully you've got this far and haven't turned it off in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Dustin, thank you for the journey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. We had to we had to repair our car. Oh, <laughs> a, a, a lot along the way. We had to take it to the Toyota Witch Doctors and <laughs> Toyota Witch Doctors. They told me what to God do. God damn it. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, well, since we forgot to in the middle because we were having too much fun, we will go ahead and mention now that uh, if you do run across any strange, interesting, or just plain baffling Craigslist ads in your hometown, please do send us a screenshot, not a link, and we will credit you on the show. Yeah, yeah. you can send it to us via Twitter, uh, at Dregs of Craigs. Or we will can... send Dustin to your home for a full-body tongue bath. <laughs> hey, in exchange for doing our work for us, it's the least I can do. Is uh, it, though? You can also email it uh, dregsofcraigs at gmail.com. Yeah. Nope. That, that. Just su- subject line, uh, I don't know. Tongue bath. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have to sort through that shit. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you know it'll be from this episode. <laughs> Fuck it. Fine. <laughs> yes. Fine. Yes. Fine. Concession. <laughs> well... Give us a licking, and until next time, uh, bye and such. <laughs> I've been Steve Ross. I've been just regretting everything. <laughs> I'm Dustin White for a little while longer, at least. Yeah. And three gin and tonics in, and looking for more, I'm still your hostess, Sean Crandall. Bye. Bye. bye.